Our Lord has already hinted that he will be betrayed, but now he announces it clearly while also being deeply troubled. The darkness descends as one of the twelve enters into that darkness. But at the same time, as most of them are confused and bewildered, one of his disciples begins to stand out, the beloved disciple. So, in a sense, today's Gospel brings us an extreme contrast between one of the twelve who puts himself under the power of darkness and another disciple who is illuminated by light through his closeness to Christ. We are told that this beloved disciple was reclining at Jesus' side. His position would have meant he was regarded, in the culture of that time, as the co-host of the dinner, or guest of honour. The same phrase of him is also used by Jesus when he said that he was able to uniquely reveal his Father because he was at the Father's side. So the beloved disciple is in a unique position to witness to the spiritual meaning or the inner meaning of who Jesus is. At the beginning of the chapter, chapter 13 of John's Gospel, we were told that Judas had yielded to demonic suggestion. You read it in verse 2. What happens now is that Satan takes possession of Judas. And this demonic possession occurs when Judas actively takes this morsel. His inner consent allows Satan to enter him. A remarkable thing occurs. Jesus tells Judas or in fact Satan, to do what he must do. Jesus gives permission for the events of the Passion to unfold. Jesus has everything in his power and thus reveals that it is part of the Father's plan. Of course, God does not desire people to betray or do any of the wicked things that happen to Jesus but he does permit it, not least because it results in the redemption of humankind. It opens the way for our salvation. Judas is possessed by Satan. He eats the morsel and he leaves at once. The evangelist adds, it was night. Darkness truly has descended. And then Jesus reveals a very important theological theme. Glorification. Now is the man, Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. Glory can be defined as the sensible manifestation 
of the awesome presence of God. The moment of glorification will occur on the cross. The Son of God who has descended to the earth as God made man in order to reveal the Father will be lifted high upon the cross for the salvation of humankind. The cross is the moment of glorification because it's the revelation of God as sacrificial love. The Father loves the Son and gives him for the world's salvation and the Son in turn loves the Father and gives his own life as a perfect gift of love and obedience to the Father. And since the cross is the place where the love between the Father and the Son is revealed, God the Father is glorified by the loving obedience of Jesus. And then the Father will further glorify Jesus. So what will happen is that Jesus' divinity will be revealed in the resurrection, in his glorified humanity. And in this revelation of glorified humanity rests our hope. The final poignant discourse between Peter and Jesus should not be lost on us. The Son offers his life willingly in loving obedience. To what extent will we offer ourselves to him? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.